0: Good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. Today, we have three powerful voices on the line, and we are going to start off with Miss Nasira. Nasira, tell us about yourself, what it is that you do, and what makes you different from other entrepreneurs.
1: Hi, thanks for having me, Anika. Um, my name is Nasira Jamal, and I'm based out of Toronto. do is I help uh, women entrepreneurs um, shift their mindset in 24 hours so they can be more confident, increase their revenue, and um, have more time to enjoy what they truly love doing. And how I, I got into this was based on my own life journey. And I wrote a book called Life Reset, which is actually being published and will be released in November. And it was based on a life that was primarily um, f- uh, founded with just struggle and challenges. Um, I was married at a very young age, divorced at a very young age, had an, a child at a very young age and then he was diagnosed with a very rare neurological condition which left him to be um, uh, you know, special needs, you know, disabilities and lots of things that went on in terms of medical challenges. So what I did was I lived that life and changed it around in terms of my own thoughts and um, what I attracted into my life based on my thought uh, patterns. And I wanted to share my story because I did get out of that mindset of struggle and challenges and things aren't working and why me to a mindset of I'm empowered, I love life, and I can now help others find their own power and passion. And so I'm really keen on helping women find their superpower because I think we're all very powerful.
0: And it says something about energy healing modalities. Can you elaborate on that for us?
1: Yep, so in the middle there, I was uh, not feeling well. And because I was was trying to learn so much, I was um, guided to take some energy healing for myself And that was called Theta Healing. And the healer that I worked with actually helped me change um, my makeup. My cellular memories changed based on belief patterns. And when I felt as good as I felt, I thought, okay, I got to learn this stuff. And so I started to take energy healing courses. So I'm trained in um, Theta Healing, uh, Star Magic Healing, and Energy Medicine. So what I now do is incorporate energy healing within my coaching program so that I can help people shift faster.
0: So what you're saying is that you actually got certified in this. And so you have a skill that others may not have because energy is really powerful. And a lot of people, some people don't believe in it, but whether you believe in it or not does not mean that it's not relevant, you know? So here you are, you took your pain, you turned it into a passion, and then you got certified to get extra skills to be able to incorporate into day to day. How do you feel that you're able to help somebody, um, I would say more expeditiously than others? Do you feel that way?
1: Absolutely, because energy, like you said, whether you believe it or not, exists. And even in that mindset where they might feel skeptical, like I don't know what you're doing, but they feel the difference. The next day they're texting me saying, okay, something's weird. I don't, I feel different. And that's just the energy shifting. So that's why I think their, their success is faster because as we shift the energy within them, they're able to tra- uh, translate the information that's coming to them in terms of the logical stuff of what we're working on. They just resonate with it better.
0: That's amazing. And can you tell us the name of your book again? Cause I called, didn't know that you wrote a book, so I'm like
1: excited about this. Yes. It's called life reset. And it is coming out in November. It will be published. Life resets.
0: All yeah. right, ladies on the call, do you guys have any questions for Nasira? No questions. All yeah. right, thank you, Nasira. I'm excited, and um, I I love your energy. And you know, I. Um, I grew up doing meditation and yoga, and yesterday I had a yoga instructor on the call, and we talked about the difference between actually using what we know or what we know may benefit us, actually executing it. Because a lot of times we may know about energy, we may feel it, we may even know that there are people that affect our energy, but yet we disregard you know, what we know we just avoid or we say later. But I, I tell people a lot of times you have to promote and demote appropriate things and people in your life. And so when you're talking about energy, that's that's very powerful. And so I definitely um, will value, you know, communication with you, knowing that that is your modality, because a lot of people, if they never tap into that, you can do a lot of scholastic things, you can use science, you can do a lot of other things. But if your energy is not right, if your environment is not right, if the people in your life are not right, then you're not going to have success and you're not going to have healing. So. Definitely. I I I I understand and value your mission. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Not at all, not a problem. Minika, you have a question?
2: Yes, Anika. Okay. Um, you know, about your book. Can you tell us about your book? Um what is it what you're trying to achieve through that book?
1: The book is based on my life story, but in the book, as I write about what happened, I also, at the end of each chapter, give out strategies and techniques of people, for people to actually um, implement into their life. So, you know, it's um, healing the heart, healing the soul, healing the body. And there are easy techniques and strategies that I implemented, which actually worked, that I actually give out to the people so that when they read it, they can start doing things to change their, their uh, mindset or their life set. Um, And in the book, there's affirmations as well so that they can start reprogramming their subconscious because a lot of times that self-talk, that sabotaging self-talk is what really brings people down, right? So it helps when you're affirming the goodness of what we all are and we are part of source energy, which is goodness. So I just want to affirm that in the book.
2: Is it more about the transformation of the personal life or entrepreneurial life?
1: there is a transformation um, in the book in terms of my life from where I started to where I ended up. Um, But again, it's not so much, I want others to see their story in my story because I think all life challenges, we have them, they might come in a different package, but we all have challenges and everybody can see themselves in the story that's written because it's about life challenges and overcoming them.
2: Okay. I'm definitely looking forward to reading the book. Good luck. Well, it is ready
1: for pre-order and I don't know if Anika if I can give you the website or I can text it to you but it's at um, www.booklifereset.com it is available for pre-order at a special price and then um, once it's out I would just deliver I would ship it out to wherever you are
2: thank you good luck
1: thank you Justine
0: do you have any questions all right. Well, thank you, Nasira, and um, and I will definitely post your the website and your book information on my website, Nobody Greater Inc., and also in the podcast description.
3: So, thank you very much.
0: My pleasure. All right. Next, we are going to talk to Menica, and I am fascinated to learn about what it is that you do because you're talking about dentistry, which is something that in the entrepreneurial world we don't hear about too often but it is very very important so please tell us what it is that you do the name of your business and what makes you different than other entrepreneurs
2: okay i'm menaka joji i live in london i'm originally from sri lanka and um, so to give a background of my story i grew up in sri lanka i was there during the war And uh, I had to discontinue my studies and move to India and start all over again. Then got married, then came to the UK. I've been a dentist for the past 26, 22 plus years. And um, I've had my own practice for the past 12 years. And um, it's something similar to Nasira. I have had my own experiences, own struggles, own catastrophes in a different way. Uh, But I think... I can really resonate with it because every time you go down, you have, I think it's a sink or swim situation. It's all about your mindset, how you think. And I really want other entrepreneurs or other people to start thinking, uh, to come out of the victim stage and think a positive mindset, positive thought. And I think I really believe in a lot of law of attraction. The words have power, energy has power, what you put out on in the universe, it comes back to you. Um, however, what happened last year in 2016, in fact, I had some illness and I couldn't work for six months. And I would say I am really feel blessed to have that illness uh, on hindsight because at the speed I was going, one of either one of the things would have happened either I had to fall sick or I at some point it had to come to a halt. I was doing too many things. Uh, I think typical entrepreneurial person, like trying to study, trying to run the practice, teenage daughter, um, you know, there was never ending education and I I had to be stopped. And that's how I stopped. Anyway, a couple of, a few months later, Suddenly one day I said, you know what, I want to write. And I can tell anyone, um, Nasira has written a book, so probably she knows already, um, the, I found it so therapeutic. <laughs> I found, you know, I, I wouldn't say anything else was more therapeutic for me more than just writing the book. So I started writing the book about how I overcome adversity and how basically this is a war of memoir. So, because I feel a lot of people don't even know uh, what what the war actually does to individuals, their families, their friends, the community, the population at large. One thing, and second thing is, I want in that book. I am like halfway there. I'm trying to say a message: there is no victims and there are no perpetrators, really, because there are good and bad people from both the sides. It's just that we have to come out of victim stage again and try to think, how can we spread peace and love rather than saying, how do, how do you take revenge? I think that mindset will make a whole lot of difference in the, for the entire world. And today, I think we really need to get this message out. <laughs> and secondly, I so after being ill, I just decided to go into coaching. So i was all, i was doing my training for the local graduates overseas graduates for many years and i just decided okay fine that's where my heart is that's what gives me fulfillment because as soon as i graduated i was teaching undergraduates anyway back home so i just decided okay fine that's what i'm going to do so i started um this program under the name of you know academy it is basically for business coaching for small businesses and I am really keen to change the mindset. Of course, I have the tools to how to change the businesses. Of my expertise is in dentistry because I have run my own business in dental uh, practice. But I would say it happened to be dentistry rather than you know that is the only thing because I think most of the small businesses are run the same way. So it is having the structures in place. So in 2011, 12, what happened to me was I was like stressed. I was financially struggling and uh, sleepless nights. And uh, I had to uh, find a way to change it. And I was about to give up dentistry for good. I just thought I can't do it anymore. But then on reflection, I thought, actually it is not anyone else's fault or the dentistry fault. The whole fault was with myself because the way i was going about it was totally wrong and then i had to take a step back and from the failing practice i have tripled the turnover i have five times more patients now and i'm in the process of selling the practice now really and i just don't want any other practice owner dental practice owner or any business owner in, in fact never to go through that journey if i can help them never to go through that and uh, it, it's all there you can do it so it's very easy but i think it's just knowing the right toolkit to use so i mean i'm still using the thinking of the name but most of the time and uh, i think it will be toolkit for transformation of business because that's what they need um, so you know I mean it's a beautiful mind or connection between a speaker and the audience because I'm very, very passionate and I want to work with women. Um, and my areas of passion are to bring more awareness of mental illness, um, to particularly, you know, uh, amongst women, to tell them it's okay. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to be the successful all the time. Everyone has faults. It's okay. It's all about, again, getting up, walking back again. That's all is, it is. Um, I think it's just people knowing it's okay to fall will make all the difference. Because we come in a society where everybody has to succeed, that pressure is there. You are never allowed to fall. I think that's what creates all the other issues on the background. If you are ready to fall and you're uh, prepared for it, it is much more easier to do it. And I think you have to be futuristic in any business. So you have to think five years, 10 years down the lane and you have to be able to adapt and you have to go with innovations and you have to be creative. But I think as a leader of any business, you also have to be able to take your entire team with you towards that vision or goal uh, or dream, whichever you call it, because you going alone there is not going to help anyone. And rather than forcing, I think working together with the team and getting there. And I think the other thing I would actually try to say is any business, you should go in thinking you want to serve someone, not to make money, not to, the success is a byproduct. It will come. But I think you should actually go thinking what solution you have, what problem you are solving for somebody else. And then you don't need to even worry about everything. Everything will automatically come into your life. I mean, I think, anyway, that's my opinion.
3: I love what you said because you mentioned something
0: about being futuristic. You mentioned adapting, like having that adaptability, about being innovative, about leadership, and solving a problem. So, I mean, the way that you said it was effortlessly, you know, you said it like, oh, it's just, you know, by the way, you need to have all of this. But you are so right because a lot of times people try to just kind of force it, you know. And I was just talking to Nasira about the fact that, you know, when you first have your idea of your business, you think that it's supposed to be one way. And then you realize you can't force people to understand why they need you. You can't force people to understand how you solve their problem. People have to want that. And you have to be open enough to be able to provide people with what they need in a way that it doesn't seem like it's being forced, you know, but being available for those people to come to you as needed, you know, and a lot of times people try to force that and you can't. But what. I really like to hear from you guys and you guys give it to me every time is your story behind why it is you do what you do and for almost every woman that I've spoken to it's healing it's a problem that was not solved for you when you needed it and so you came up with the idea of how to mend that for other people and so I'm glad that you clarified to me that your background is in dentistry but ultimately you are a business coach because that clarifies to me exactly what I was you know, missing because everything that you said and you said that there are no victims and no perpetrators in your delivery and for somebody that came to you for services, that could be so powerful to understand if that's what somebody needs specifically. So thank you for what it is that you do. Thank you for turning your story into a victory because that's what I love to see and that's what I love to hear because the one thing about being an entrepreneur or a leader or a warrior is that it can't be taught. It has to be endured. And so talking to you, I get that. And talking to Nasira, I get that. And so thank you for what you do. And I cannot wait to see this book because you said a war memorial and you have a a, um, input and a perspective that other people cannot duplicate. You know, your story is your story And I'm looking at you. Luckily, guys, I can see her, but you can't. So listeners, you need to tap into her website and get her book. But I'm looking at you, and you would never know that you walked that walk. So I commend you, and I look up to you, and thank you for being here.
2: Thank you so much, Erika. The only thing I would tell is, uh, you know, you you were telling, like, you can't force things upon people. And I think um, you need to understand everybody's not ready. And everybody doesn't want your services at that point of time. All you can do is to offer that help. And it is for them to decide whether they need you or not. I think we need to be open. And you are not for everyone. Everybody is not for everyone. And you know they can make their choice.
1: Hi, I just wanted to say, Manika, you know what I loved? I loved hearing your story and it's so empowering. But what you said really got me was when you said you go into it to serve others. The, the success is a byproduct. It, it's going to be what it's going to be. But the fact that you go in with this intention that I'm only here to serve others, um, I think it's empowering for, for people to hear that, you know. That, that your goal and your motive is to help. It, it, that's your main goal and objective. And I think that's very empowering. So thank you, that was, that's amazing.
2: Thank you so much, Nasir.
1: Yeah. You have any questions, Justine?
3: Yes, I was trying to unmute mine. Um, no, I just wanted to you know, reiterate what uh, Nasir had to say. I mean, it's just, at the end of the day, I think we all are here to have one mission and one power. So it's just incredibly incredible to see how every vision that's turned into a business has been sought out through some sort of tragic incident in our lives. And it's just, it, it's, it's, it's completely inspiring to see people go through, you know, out of the, out of the darkness into the light. So, I, you know, I, I, I'm just very inspired right now by both of you right now. And I'm just very, very honored to be a part of this right now too as well.
2: Thank you so much, Justine. (laughs) It really means a lot for me. Of course. All
0: right, Justine. Well, how about you tell us about yourself, what it is that you do, and how it came
3: about? Well, so um, I started a nonprofit cancer uh, foundation, and it was basically based off of my mom, who recently just passed this uh, last uh, April. She was fighting a very, very rare a uh, fight with Lyomyle sarcoma, which is a very rare cancer. And it's on the bottom of the totem pole of like, it doesn't really see, get that recognition like breast cancer does. And, you know, my, my mom has already an incredible story, uh, you know, as far as herself alone and seeing her go through this entire journey and being a part of every difficult aspect with her. Like you, well, like, Menica said it's a healing process, so this has pre- pretty much been a healing process for me as well. But it's, I one day woke up feeling the need to spread mm-hmm. awareness for her cancer mm-hmm. and other sarcoma cancers as well, just because I've engaged with so many families in such a very small amount of time, and we haven't, we're at the very weeks of hitting our um, approval for our 501c3. But I wanted to document everything about our journey in the very early midst of it. And in that small process, I've come across, you know, women who reached out to me saying, thank you so much for, you know, spreading awareness for this cancer. And so, it's only motivated me even more to one, I wanted this, I didn't want to be another cancer foundation that was just raising awareness and looking into research. I wanted people to feel a connection with my mom and her story and a connection with me and my father and feeling every aspect as everything that we went to together, not only with her, but as a family. So one of our major um, concentrations, uh, what we really wanted to focus on was patient funding. A lot of these cancer foundations, they go into you know go looking into the cancer research, which is great, and we're going to do a small percentage that's of our proceeds will be going to that. But a lot of these families are having to deal with medical bills. You know, we we weren't you know rich, but we we were very well off, and we, my dad was constantly up to the wall, just dealing with you know bills and and emergencies and you know having to call an ambulance every now and then if she her blood count was very low and all of that adds up and at the end of the day she never asked to be diagnosed with this type of cancer so we really wanted to focus on families whether it's just helping them with a couple of medical bills or even even if we're able to like help someone who's really in need of financial aspects so what's great about this is since we're so early on and I have such a great vision of everything as well. So what we would like to, which our our website is still pending. So we haven't, I'm working with someone to get our website up. Um, With that being said, on the website, what we would like to do is we would like to focus on different areas where everyone is located to find their type of sarcoma cancer, um, uh, the hospital that they can go to, which one's the best, what they can look into, do some research. And then we also would like to provide maybe some nutritional facts in regards to, you know, foods that are very cancer, pre- uh, cancer preventable, um, things that will be able to help them eat because that was another thing was her diet. She, everything she was able to eat, she wasn't able to eat anymore. She had to be on a very restricted diet and she had to cut back on extra hormones and, you know, just do all the natural causes and, you know, it, it, it all, it all, cir- it all circles, it back. And so we really wanted to focus on having families feel a connection with us and let them know that they're not alone. You know, we're in it too. We dealt with it. And if we're able to inspire someone, a family, and let them know that we're able to help them as well, I think that's just the biggest accomplishment. And knowing that my mom's name can continuously um, live on forever. I think that's another accomplishment that I can achieve in my life. So
0: Wow. What you said is um, nothing that I've ever heard before. (laughs) And that's awesome because like you said, you know, when she was diagnosed, you know, here you were, you know, you always hear about breast cancer and you always hear about other things. And it's not to minimize it, but it's to know that when it happens to you, it's different, you Mm -hmm. know, and nobody ever knows anything until it happens to them. So for you to say that you're focused on patient funding, I mean, that's important because people don't prepare for these things. You know, we talk about financial security, we talk about all these things, but are any of us ready to be chronically ill? Mm-hmm. No. And I know I hit chronic illness, and I, I I was too educated to be disabled, and I was too young to be disabled. And it was like, okay, well, who's going to feed my kids? Like, you know, and, and there is no help when you're in that stage, because everybody says, why don't you just, why don't you just, why don't you mm-hmm.
3: just,
0: you know, and I know you've heard it. And yeah. So, <laughs> It's one of those things, but for you to say that you want to provide patient funding, location assistance, and nutritional facts. A lot of people do not understand when you say location assistance, that means that you can't just go to the nearest hospital to have specialists for what you have. It doesn't work that way. If anybody has never had chronic illness, they don't understand that you got to have multiple specialists in different locations, and some people have to fly for their treatments. So Exactly. What you're saying is so important to educate others and the nutritional facts like, okay, you spark my interest because now I want to read your content because you know, I just found out recently that cancer feeds on sugar, never knew it, never really had a reason to know it. And now I'm curious as to what things I can do to prevent what you're talking about. So what you're doing is so powerful and so informative. And sadly, like you said, Too bad it came from a tragedy, but the thing about it is, is that it's so needed and that a lot of times I tell everybody, we're not pushed to do things exceptional until we're on our knees, until we are forced to do something different, until we're sick and tired. So I hate that it comes to that, but to see the impact that your family is making on the world from the tragedy, that's commendable.
3: Thank you, appreciate that. (laughs)
0: Anybody else have any comments for Justine and the
1: Olivia project? Hey, Justine, I just want to say you've humbled me and your story. And I am just, it's amazing what you are doing. And through the tragedy and your struggle, how you're, you're delivering this from your heart. And I think anybody that takes that passion and, you know, your mom's struggle and, you're making it um, a legacy of hope for her I think is remarkable and I commend you and my heart goes with you and I'll follow you through your journey I'm sorry I'm so emotional but this stuff makes me cry so I'm just
2: gonna (laughs) don't make
1: me cry (laughs) that's just me and I'm being authentic but I truly I'm sending you a lot of love
2: thank you so much hi Justine again hi What a story I'm really honored to be in this group and you know sharing all your stories it brings back the thing again that we really don't want other people to go through this journey but we went through that's what it is all about Mm -hmm. and i'm sure your mom is super super proud of you Mm -hmm. and you know you will go really far and you know you i heard you saying that uh, i don't want to be another charity doing with the cancer to be honest when someone is struggling someone is suffering it's never enough there's never too many every bit everyone does it really counts and it's needed and you know there are so many pockets of so many different uh, needs are there which can't be fulfilled by by everyone everywhere so i really commend you you're really done really really Mm -hmm. well and you should be very proud of yourself and i for one would definitely follow you through good luck all the very best and please always remember your mom thank you so much thank and you with you throughout your journey and because i my long-term vision is to go back to sri lanka one day and an orphanage so i totally can resonate with you and yeah all the very best.
0: wow you said you would like to go to back to sri lanka and and start an orphanage i mean that's the power behind the stories and the vision is just so important and what i want listeners to hear and other women to hear is that just to have the support of each other and just to be able to share each other and cheer each other on on our own journeys you know it's when we unify we can do anything and it could be as simple as just validation or you know you know commendation it's just to have that and i mean i don't know i don't know justine you got me because i'm i'm feeling emotional but i'm feeling grateful i'm extremely grateful just to know you ladies and to be able to talk to you and to be able to just have a moment of time in your journey and seeing where you've been and just picturing where you're going with it. That's just the power of of your vision. So thank you ladies for being here. I want to open the floor to anybody that has any comments about anything, about your visions, about where you're going or what you're doing. Any last comments?
2: I think I can definitely resonate with you when you said to unify, because I say it all the time in my practice, I say to all my friends, together we can achieve better. I think that's what we should do rather than fighting alone individually together. We can really, really achieve so many things. And I hope so many different women will get together and do something like this. Thank you so much, Anika, for the opportunity. Thank you, Anika. It's been amazing.
3: Thank you so much. I, I'm, again, I'm so inspired by all three of you and I'm truly, truly honored to be a part of this. And um, thank you so much for even giving me the opportunity to tell my story. So I, that's what it's all about. And I feel like we're all here to do a greater mission and we're all going to achieve that.
0: All right. Well, each of you and listeners, if you are an entrepreneur, please join CEO of she Facebook group. On that group, you will see the podcast and every woman's website, book, and follow their journey. Also, each woman that is featured on the podcast is also featured on my website, nobodygreaterinc.com. And just know that this is just the beginning, ladies, because this is our first week of podcasting on this platform. We're now on seven platforms, and we have had, I want to say about 17 women that we have spoken to this week with totally different stories with totally different journeys and now you guys are a part of that too so i just thank you guys for being here for allowing me to bring us all together and to just wait to see what we have in store so especially
1: considering we have canada london and where are you justine
3: hold on I didn't hear you okay say it again I'm in California California
0: and I'm in (laughs) Alabama so you know the world is is big but you know we can make it really small and we can make an impact you know and so I just want to tell everyone have a good weekend thank you guys for being here and I can't wait to hear more of your stories bye y'all you all